Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. John Boyega at Hyde Park on the 4th of June. It has been nearly a month since George Floyd was murdered by police in America, a tragedy that sparked protests around the world. Your social media pages may be free of black squares now, but there is still so much work to be done. Petitions to be signed, donations to make, and history to learn. I urge you to not stop. Black Lives Matter. The Blast from Our Past Network. Hello and welcome back to Why This Film, the podcast where we pick a movie from your childhood and have a chat about it. I'm Emily Slade and welcome back. You watched it so many times before And now you're gonna watch it again But it's been so many years since you last saw it And now you show it to your friends And they're like What? What am I watching? Why? What? Why? Why this film? And I'm joined this week by Becca. Hello. Hi. (laughs) And your chosen movie is A Bug's Life. Yes. The IMDb breakdown, a misfit ant looking for warriors to save his colony from greedy grasshoppers recruits a group of bugs that turn out to be an inept circus troupe. Why this film? Um, Well, uh, I think the first thing that came to my mind when you said a Disney film was this film. (laughs) It was either this or Toy Story and like Toy Story is kind of famous. Yeah, um, so true. literally everyone loves it and they've made however many now even yeah. though they keep saying they're not gonna make any more yeah. um and to be honest the most recent toy story completely disappointed me and i think they've really? ruined the storyline <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, i don't want any, any spoilers i feel like i might <laughs> give too many spoilers but i was literally like you can't do this to the storyline whereas i feel like a bug's life is a classic and they haven't ruined it yet so it's a forgotten gem isn't it it mm-hmm. hasn't warranted any weird sequels i mean what would they do it would just be the same story probably exactly exactly so for original it's it's back in that pixar time when they were like because it's one of their first isn't it yeah they i think it's is it from 98 98 yeah, 1998 pixar themselves sort of came around in like 89 mm. time i think um so this was definitely one of the first, obviously famously uh, competing with Ants mm-hmm. that um, DreamWorks had just put out a new company. Never, I never got into that. Ants as much as I love this film, yeah. I just didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't think it was ugly. as good. The Ants are scary as well. Yeah, they're really, and it's like, why have you cast Woody Allen 
as your main <laughs> Anne. Whereas in this one, we've got Dave Foley, who we all know and love from such classics as Drunk History and... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's in pretty much everything. He's just, I think he's just one of those people. <laughs> I think the the point is that it's just very original, and like it's the first one yeah. that I remember watching on videotape as well. Like yeah. having to rewind it back all the way so you can watch it again, and you kind of really know what's happening, which is like, which is another reason why I chose this film. So don't ever really remember doing that with any others. Um, yeah. Maybe. The, 101 Dalmatians I remember watching a lot and having to really re-record all of it or like un- unwind all of it <laughs> yeah. but no the, the Bugs Life one is the first one I remember and I think it's funny like re-watching it because when I re-watched it I was like oh I forgot this happened and I forgot that happened yeah. and then all of a sudden like the music you hear it again and you're like oh yeah and yeah, then you haven't yeah. watched it in like however many like 18 years but I still remember <laughs> it so yeah. It was insane how much I remembered, like, the quotes of the movie and the characters of the movie. And I'm the same. Like, I'm usually pretty good at rewatching stuff. But um, this is one that I hadn't... Because we never got it on DVD. Mm, yeah, same. Our VHSs. We just never rewatched it, unlike sort of Finding Nemo or Monsters, Inc., mm. which we did. Um, so it kind of got lost in the sands of time. But it was, obviously, we all got Disney+. Plus. Obviously, we did. So. <laughs> I bought the DVD. I haven't got Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I was literally looking at for it for everywhere because it's a Disney movie. The only way you can watch it is either Disney+, Plus or buy the DVD. Yeah, so I bought the DVD. Disney. Yeah. But it's really hard, actually, to find old Disney movies. I didn't realise how possible. difficult it was. Oh, yeah. It's so hard. And then when you do go and try and get the DVD, it's like, that's fifteen ninety nine, please. And you're like, fuck off. It came out in, like, 1940. Yeah. Why is it not three quid? <laughs> That's what I was like. Why is this not so a three quid? Why am I spending a tenner on this? But it was worth it. It was really worth it because it's so funny. Your like perspective from a child to an adult yes. and things that used to terrify me about that movie. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> what used to scare you was it Kevin Spacey? His character scared the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> watching watching it back, I was like, it's not even that scary. Or like, I think you know how they got the grasshopper sound of the flying. Yeah. Sounds like a plane flying mm-hmm. over. Does that actually sound like a grasshopper? So like, they were like funny of how they did the music and stuff like that, and it really yeah. like scared you. And I don't think I ever fully comprehended their plan as to how to beat the grasshoppers as a kid. Yeah. It made no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I think because I was just like four when I used to watch it. So yeah. you don't really get it, do you? So I remember going to the cinema to see this. And I remember all of us at one point ended up on someone's, because I went with a group of people, and we all ended up on a parent's lap. At, so, like by the time the grasshoppers came back a second time, because... It is scary. Kevin Spacey is scary when you're a kid. And even as an adult watching it this time round, when he does that wonderful thing where he's like getting the nuts out of the tube and he's like, yes. did that hurt? And he's like, uh, no. Just what about that? No. How about this? And then he like... And the speech he, he makes them. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. The speech he makes is so relevant to like... So like politics in today's society Literally. now like how we were saying how they're only small but if they all come together and I'm like imagine if we all actually like yeah. even now we don't all come together and work for things so Literally. yeah um, it's it's really mature just mm. snuck in a kids movie 
Um, yeah it's a bit like spongebob and simpsons there's always like more adult things within the kids movie isn't there so yeah like until you watch Dracula. oh okay (laughs) i get it now (laughs) i forgot how um i know what else used to scare me had the bug the grasshopper that was like the one that was a threat that they had on the lead dog yeah oh what was its name thumper yeah, that used to scare the heebie-jeebies out of me as a kid it's as well. Horrible. He's like, because you've got the grasshoppers and they're a normal species, and then for some reason this one is like feral. Yeah, <laughs> but then like they should be feral anyway. They're grasshoppers, but they're quite human in the way that they yeah. like make them move and everything. Other than the, I think other than the flying, that's the only bit about them that's actually like a grasshopper. Yeah, and um, how they're able to crush the ants because the one thing about ants, the movie, is that all the bugs are in sort of proportion to each other. Mm. Whereas in this one, it's just like they're all the same size. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but if you think of the size of a grasshopper compared to an ant, like it's a massive difference, and no wonder it's scary. Mm. And when he's, like, crushing Flick under his fur, it's always like, ah, no. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I loved Malt more this time round. The um, Richard Kind playing uh, Hopper's brother, like, stupid Mm. brother. I, like, got the joke more. Yeah. Where it's like, you promised mum that you weren't allowed to kill me. So he, like, takes all of his anger out on other people. And, like, it's just really funny that you just went completely over my like as a kid I was probably just like yeah funny because he keeps hitting things I noticed that I made a note of that when I watched it back I was like oh he's way funnier now because he was just kind of like (laughs) stupid and would like fall about and a bit clumsy which is funny to a kid but actually Mm -hmm. like what's being said is funny as well but it's it's another thing that you don't see the perspective of when you're a child so it was wild because I I think that when I watched it back it was the first time it must have been like 18 years since Mm -hmm. I'd watched it if not more and I was like oh my god and the storyline gradually came back to me as well yeah one thing i completely forgot about was the first encounter with the bird that gave them the idea yeah where they use heimlich as bait yeah that completely i forgot about that bit completely and that's the idea of using the bird as the bait wasn't it or like as the thing to scare him off so i was really like oh yeah that makes sense now and then i never understood what those like big crevices were as a kid either in that whole bit where they use them as a bait and it is just like the floor and it's dried up because it's summer (laughs) but i was like as a kid i was like oh my gosh they're on a cliff and now i'm like oh (laughs) It is all relevant, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the I tree think... is really iconic as well around that yeah. scene. The, like, I forgot the that. island is like, mm. I'd completely forgotten that they used a bird. I kind of completely forgot the story. Like, mm, I forgot that they had to go get heroes to help them fight the grasshoppers and they end up accidentally getting circus ch- like obviously as I was watching it I was like ah yeah a bug's like mm. but sitting down to watch it I was like what the fuck is this movie about again <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I never remember the circus animals being circus animals I remember yeah. them being the heroes as a kid yeah. which is something that you also don't have that perspective of I remember them being like yes they came and they came up with the idea and they were the heroes and actually mm-hmm. they, they just blagged it they blagged their way <laughs> yeah. through the whole situation which made me die with laughter because <laughs> I remember thinking that like yeah that they were really the people and as I watched it back and how they found them in the city and stuff like that and I was just like oh okay then yeah it was just a massive fluke it's so clever I'd completely forgot or I like didn't appreciate the like the countryside bugs compared to like the city bugs and mm-hmm. how they create like Times Square almost with like 
tart cans and yeah yeah i um, i thought that was funny oh what was it i think i wrote it down because it was really funny they get to a bus uh yeah there you go um the bus pulls in which is just like a a big centipede or millipede or something mm. and he's like uh next stop uh, it's the we're going past the dead rat <laughs> and just like little really throwaway gags like that i mean one thing my sister and i always quoted when we were younger was harry no don't look at the light i can't help it it's yeah <laughs> and so when that came around i was like ah yes this and that was still just as funny that bit and <laughs> um, just so so clever um when he first walks into the bar you hear someone in the background going hey waiter i'm in my soup <laughs> like, like stupid stupid shit like that and the bar's a can of beans or whatever <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. as well but i remember it being a bar like an actual yeah, bar yeah, as a kid, yeah, not just <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so clever i really do like the use of objects as we've said about the city and then also how the ants use like like flick's whole outfit is like a curled up leaf mm. and like all of the stuff that they use is like made out of nature. and his um his like binocular but it was just like a rolled up yeah. leaf with a water droplet the in that he gave dot in. yeah yeah dot is voiced by hayden pa- panettiere is that how you say her name um the cheerleader from heroes Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I never knew. I never knew that that was Julia Louise Dreyfus as Princess Atta. Um, obviously Richard Kind, David Hyde Pierce. Um, so like incredibly good cast: Bonnie Hunt, uh, John Ratzenberger, all the people you'd expect to see there. Um, but still not. I'd say Kevin Spacey is probably the most famous person in there. Mm. Possibly. Didn't age too well though. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> his uh, character was very relevant to yeah. <laughs> now but no it's a good voice cast obviously there's no songs because it's a Pixar uh, mm. but you've got Randy Newman doing the music uh, I think the music's really it's not one of those films that needs a song though um, like it doesn't the music itself like that goes along at the start when you see the tree and yeah. everything I think is like the the music as a whole and all the sound effects are really, really effective. Like how the when the grasshoppers are flying, it sounds like an aeroplane, like it's a scary aeroplane like and stuff like that. And it's like they're starting a motorbike and then they're yeah. Like, when the beetle like, flies yeah. as well, yeah, the, the, the beetle from the circus because it's proper like like it's a helicopter like a or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really cute, really like inventive little creative moments. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good at building atmosphere when the way they introduce the villains the way they introduce the grasshoppers the way that we're underneath in the anthill and like mm-hmm. you just hear them above like it's just oh that used to scare me so much yeah. that bit and when they come through the atmosphere and you're just like you hear them in the distance and then, yeah they just like bam they're in the anthill and you're but like, then it ah! like they light in the mood again for a kids film because um his brother hopper's brother yeah. like tries to fly up and then he hits his head and then it's yeah. funny again yeah. <laughs> and then it you're like as so a kid you're like ah oh. yeah <laughs> yeah really break the tension again and they do that a lot they do really good reveals they do really good like they manage to make the bird really scary when mm-hmm. and i mean hopper's death just to really skip to the end is horrific as an adult, actually realizing what I was watching, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like you're seeing him force eat eaten alive. That's probably one of the harshest deaths in a Disney. 
<laughs> but then you don't I think that was the thing you don't separate the fake bird that they created to the real bird as a kid yeah that's one thing I realized is that the fake bird was just as like scary to him as the real bird yeah. was and so then like I never made that connection that it was they'd made a bird to scare him yeah. and then he thought it was just another bird that they'd made but actually he was being what eaten was then the that's where they're good it. at building the tension because the plan yeah. failed didn't it because the kids couldn't move the rock oh my god and that's terrifying as well when and because it's fucking the uh what's his name ham from uh toy story oh yeah 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 the voice uh john ratzenberger as pt flea um Oh, I've just got that because it's B.T. Barnum. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's P.T. Fleet, who, like, by all rights shouldn't be there, but it's so clever to put him there to reveal the... Like, it's just a well-written story. He reveals the circus animals for what they are, and then he tries to take them back with him, and then him escaping, and then he sets the bird on fire, which is fucking dark anyway like he's I know. a real life animal and he's just like i'm gonna set it aflame and then it's even scary because it's full of all the little ant girls because they've got the they're like the little girl guides or something mm. like bug brownies mm. oh it's like dot's crew isn't it they yeah. got, like there's leaf on the head i can't remember yeah. what the name <laughs> yeah yeah um, it was like something. dot's little crew um, which is cute because they obviously make Francis, who's the ladybird, leader of their little girl group. Because mm. I don't think I really got that as a kid, and I don't really know. They don't push the joke. They don't bash the joke over the head too much. Mm. Um, obviously, the joke is that the ladybird is actually a man. Mm. Um, and it's sort of like a running theme but it's a theme, a running theme that also influences a lot of the storyline so it kind of works he's voiced by Dennis Leary who's Diego in Ice Age oh okay yeah 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 <laughs> which is great, uh, never got that as a kid it's weird how you don't like ever connect the characters because yeah. they sound so different per movie yeah they really do I, I think that's why um, that. Kevin Spacey is the only one that really stands out because he just yeah. sounds the same as what you would like or maybe the movie. guy that's voiced who voices ham he sounds pretty similar i clocked yeah. that one yeah. but then i always thought his character was the real villain out of all of us like interesting although he's the smallest one he he's the real villain because obviously it's just like a fight between who's the bigger animal with mm-hmm. the actual real storyline yeah. so like obviously the grasshopper's bigger than the ant and the bird's bigger than the grasshopper mm-hmm. but he's all about like it's more modern to like life it's all about making money about blah, blah, blah. and he's the real so villain in it he's like the tenardiers in les mis like you don't really realize how bad they are because you're distracted by like the actual villain mm. it's so true because like doesn't he come back to be like flaming death is a massive success and he wanted to make more money off and of I it and i want to make more money off of you yeah. and they agree to go with him yeah in the end which is bizarre so weird (laughs) and the way he's like yeah you're gonna have an unpaid internship like you've uh, yeah he's he has no redeeming features he's just the absolute worst i honestly don't know why they go back to be with him yeah makes no sense whatsoever it was never really explained either which is why i think he's the real villain because they've fallen back into that hole of the same thing what we saw before flick met them and then here's one that completely ruined the bird plan because he set it on fire and yeah it would have worked if it wasn't for that 
Mm. Yeah, you literally could. Real villain of a bug's life. It's not Hopper. (laughs) (laughs) He he came to his end. (laughs) Who was your favorite character as a kid, and did it stay the same as an adult? Um, I think my favorite one was Flick. Mm-hmm. as a kid just because he's the main character and yeah. he's kind of like funny and clumsy I think um I think it's changed to uh the grasshopper that it was just like his brother what was his name I can't oh, remember Malt. yeah uh yeah yeah I wrote his name down I can't Absolutely find it now because um... he was it was just more the adult jokes wasn't it it's was <laughs> <Yeah>. funnier <laughs> it's so true like and I think you appreciate as you pointed out the cleverness of how he managed to ride the line of both generations of humor like mm. usually you have one or the other in different characters mm. but he was both at the same time mm. um i was the same i think my favorite character used to be gypsy moth because she was the pretty one and like oh smart. yeah but now it's malt um mm-hmm. i also just love richard kind uh gypsy moth is the butterfly she's voiced by madeline can who is if you've ever seen clue the movie she's no i haven't white in that she's she's in blazing saddles she's so funny and she doesn't really get to do much here that is yeah they're quite they sort of all blend into not blend into one but the circus creatures you don't really get to know them no no only i'd say the ladybird gets um francis gets more of a character Mm -hmm. um but that's about it i think yeah the whole um the whole rock story is really like the whole gag about the rock (laughs) I find is really funny because it was like a really significant like adult thing that Flick was trying to teach Dot and then when the circus animals see it and they're like it must be an ant thing (laughs) it's just one of those things that they like haven't connected the dots it's so funny Mm, that's what she like placed in front of him wasn't it to get him to come back to the colony or something yeah yeah funny he chose to explain to her he's like pretend this is a seed yeah um blah blah blah, life lesson and she's just fixated with like but it's a rock like it's a really (laughs) great bit of comic timing and then to convince him to come back she puts a rock down and goes pretend it's a seed and then of course at the end the circus people gift the ants a rock and the ants are like and they're all like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they said the exact same thing yeah i thought that was quite funny no bit of it is wasted there's not a dull or dud moment there's no sort of you can't because it's pixar so obviously it's better than most movies anyway but you do compare it to something like um minions or any of the new smurf movies or any anything like that that's also aimed for kids um that if we'd just been born a little later we would have had to have endured as our cinema trips there's so much stuff that just happens in those movies where there's just mindless like slapstick or Mm. mm, scenes where just nothing happens very thin flimsy plots this movie has so many layers to it it's the ant and the grasshopper like little um not it's not a fairy tale it's like a little battle of life (laughs) yeah kind of thing Uh, then you've got all of the things hopper says about like control and power and revolution Mm. Uh, you've got the inventive progressive side coming into traditional values you've got like um differences between species and like the idea of artists like i loved all the like actor jokes that Mm. the circus people got to have um 
The story's really quickly, it moves quickly. Yeah. I thought it was a much longer film, Dang. if I'm honest. When I first went to so watch much. it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this... Because ha- you know where he spills all of the food? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought that that happened later on in the Same. movie. I was like, oh, that takes like 20 minutes to happen. And it literally Two is minutes. like the first thing to happen. Yeah. And then it's like, he has to go and find these people and then he finds them and then they come back and then they realise why he's come and found them. And there's yeah. been a complete misunderstanding. Like the whole thing where the kids play out what they're going to do is so funny. (laughs) But I like how they're still really PG about it with like all of the death and everything. Like they completely skip that bit and then they're just like, and we win. (laughs) But like all of the circus animals' faces are like, oh my God, what are they like? It's so clever at being gory without being gory. The use of like the red berries. Yeah. And it's because it's prefaced all the time. So when the bird, the bird is um, flying around and all the grasshoppers are freaking out. The ants, it constantly cuts to the ants like smirking and smiling at each mm. other knowingly before they like cover themselves in red berries and are like, ah, my eye! Yeah, um, yeah. Which makes you as a child audience feel safe and fun and enjoy yeah. it as well instead of like, that's horrific because it just looks gross. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> they're trying to be gory and try yeah. to make it convincing. One thing that I never con- connected the dots with was the rain either. No, I never understood why they were frightened of the rain, but now but I, now I get it because they're ants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they yeah, should be cool. underground when it rains, and yeah. they should be out because it can just like hit them. But then also the grasshoppers were scared of the rain as well. I don't know if you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess because the you think about bugs, you don't really see bugs in the winter. No. Um, and like, yeah, that makes sense now, and and it gives it a good timeline and a deadline as well. Mm. I completely forgot <clears throat> that you do get you think it's ended you think they've they've killed the bird they've like set fire to the bird then the rains come i'd completely forgotten that um hopper grabs flick and takes him elsewhere mm, and like yeah, has to continue too. the story um everyone has their own even though they're not necessarily fleshed out majorly every character has their own little arc like dot has her sort of getting wings and making them work Mm. um that's tied into the story in a way that works and makes sense and progresses it uh princess atta becomes queen at the end Mm. after like a day of training (laughs) whatever i'm sure that's how it works um so she's going through that um obviously the caterpillar with his, caterpillar yeah. a butterfly. And I think that I feel like Francis kind of owns his ladybird. Yeah, get like get name a bit better. Yeah, because all the kids really suddenly impressive. love him. Mm. Um, which is like that sort of storyline is way before its time as well. If yeah. you think about it. Yeah, man, it's basically being like fuck your toxic masculinity. You yeah, can be anything you want to be. Um, don't be ashamed of sensitivity and feminine fem, femininity, mm. um, which is really great. Which is why I think that um, the little bug that is in charge of the circus is the real villain because he dick. never progresses. It's going it's back so to make true. money. He just stays exactly the same. It is weird. And I just always get distracted because they do that cool thing where they fire off the like uh, seed plants. Yeah, as they fireworks. leave. Yeah. And I'm always like, pretty, I forget that it's like, why are you going back with him? Like, Mm. you didn't enjoy it. You have to go back to the scabby city. You don't have to go back with him. This is Mm. the thing. I think in a 
movie today they would integrate the circus bugs into the life of the ants perhaps that might be yeah they would do which would be cool to see um the stick insect is so funny to like i'd forgotten how hilarious they all are just this idea of like just the idea of the characters that they came up with like a stick insect that's like a wannabe shakespearean actor that always gets yeah. just like the sword it's like someone <laughs> came up with that it's genius yeah it's like they've all got their own like like you say they've all got their own little storyline that is yeah. so relevant because like flickers he wants to be an inventor and mm. actually all they he wants they just want him to fall in line and do what everyone else yeah. is doing but if you think about it his actual inventions were like good it just that it messed it up yeah, yeah and it would have made their job easier yeah. he was just clumsy and then it, at the end didn't they have some of them using his invention oh yeah 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 they all yeah. like like he becomes prince basically so yeah like, or like king even so like they yeah they're all using his machines by the end they're all using the spyglass etc um i have to say at the very beginning when he does put the seeds on the offering and then tries to go back underground and he gets his machine stuck in a rock and it to it all topples over a cliff and it's so cleverly done for adults because i was watching it and i'd forgotten that it happened i felt genuine like fear and disgust i was like please please don't do this please save it please get it please because he's trying to hold this leaf and it's failing and then he looks over the cliff and i'm like maybe it's all at the bottom of the cliff and they can just send the grasshoppers over the but they've thought of that as well because it's all gone yeah. into the lake and it's all disappeared yeah. and i was like oh you're one step ahead of me pixar <laughs> yes yeah, so they can't really use it and everything yeah i think um i think that the storyline is over a longer period of time than we initially thought as well yeah well it's the sort of whole summer isn't it that they yeah because they yeah because they have to then have to go and try and make more offering but it's too close to the end of the season mm. and so then they haven't got enough stuff to give to them and for the winter and then the rains come so like i kind of see it as the storyline starts in like july yeah and then it finishes like end of august when the rains normally come in september like if you're working off like english yeah summertime yeah, yeah. that's how i see it because if you think about it like the scene where they build the bird is like a kind of like a time lapse isn't it and that must yeah. have taken them a really long time their ants at the end of the day so that was another <laughs> thing like like you said oh she seems to become queen in a day that's yeah, how i absolutely. saw it when i initially watched it and then when i was thinking about it, it was like oh, actually this storyline's over a way longer time because they like time lapse with him traveling to the city and then yeah, have him to get back and there's lots of like traveling in in the actual yeah. movie that I ne I've completely forgot about, like the scenes where Flick sat in the back of the circus truck and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, Which yeah, I don't yeah. know why they do because they all seem to be able to fly anyway. So I think it's to show that they're sad. That's what I yeah. took it as. Like, oh, they're so sad they can't even fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. But um, I think I've also forgot about the spider. The yeah. who's in the circus that she actually was a character because she spider. only she um, only has her like moment when the bird's trying to get Dot and she makes yeah. the basket and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's such a forgotten character. She's the like animal tamer. So her mm. and uh whatever the big beetle called Dim uh, Dim. Mm -hmm. So she, like the idea is that she's just 
and it's Bonnie Hunt, who you may know as the the rabbit mum in Zootopia. Um, I've watched that movie once, I think. <laughs> but I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, she's she's also sort of barely in it. She doesn't really do much except spin webs and mm. after dim. But even if they're not a big character, they're they're always needed in the storyline yeah. at some point. And distinctive as well. I think the building of the bird was so cool. Like it was such a clever, inventive little montage where, as you say, like everyone got to show off their skills. Like she would tie the sticks together. Mm. The ants would bring, they got a a dim, like flipped a huge sort of backbone twig down Mm. to sort of make it. They were all getting leaves from the trees. It just, it was really clever. It was really fun to watch. Do you know what that scene where they're building the like bird and then having to fly it reminds me of Chicken Run? Yes, I was. You know when they have to build the plane plane. and they're all in their little and it reminded me (laughs) so much of Chicken Run because I was like, where have I seen this sort of scene before? And it was that, and I was like, oh yeah. Because you know what else they have? They also have the like two main characters are slowly falling in love montage alongside the building of the thing montage. Mm. And I think Rocky and Ginger are making eyes as much as Atta and Flick are. Yeah, yeah. It's clever. It's a clever... Because it's, because it's so imaginative with what they're doing, like chickens building a plane out of junk from a chicken yard mm. and ants building a bird out of nature. Mm. It's engaging whilst also progressing the plot. It's a clever way to lapse time and keep it to an hour and a half. Um, but you're right, no, the whole movie, I was like, this is the same film, because mm. it's about a species trying to get freedom by creating something and succeeding in the yeah. end. <laughs> yeah, because uh, did Chicken Run come after Bugs Life? I'm sure it did. I think it did. I want to say Chicken Run was like the 2000s. It's not Disney, though, is it, Chicken Run? No. It's, is it um... DreamWorks? 2000 so it's stop motion because it's Ardman animation but i think yeah it was distributed by dreamworks yeah mm. um, so it is like this actually when you say that it's the same storyline isn't it yeah but it, they have a I bit more of a works. twist on it and they've got mel gibson instead of kevin spacey i guess is the uh difference there they have too much of a, like a human element for the chicken run as well like that is a bit too close to home like she's just trying to slaughter the chickens where it's like at least it's animals killing animals in bug's yeah. life it makes it a more like child friendly <laughs> but it's still you still have the same fear for like yeah. so i remember when you compare the two like the woman was so scary and she was running like so i was just thinking when she's like when her hair is waving yeah. her eyeliner and she's clinging onto the fairy lights trying to like swing at ginger yeah. axe. Like, yeah terrifying. it's the same fear i felt about like hopper and, yeah but like it is the same fear it really is <laughs> <laughs> well like watching it as a kid but yeah i'm pretty sure i've watched chicken run as an adult so i yeah, see it a same. bit differently it's a good one mm-hmm. um this is the first movie that i can remember seeing fake bloopers for for the first time yes 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 i forgot about that at the end yeah. yeah, that's so true. That's so true. <laughs> and th- I remembered it going in because it was so groundbreaking, if you want to call it that, mm. um, at the time. And because there's a line in the movie where um, he, uh, the ladybird is holding the stick insect and they're flying rapidly in a really tense moment and he drops him in like a, a twig bush, if you will. And he's like, where, where are you? Where are you? 
And he's like, it's me, it's the only stick with eyeballs. And for some reason, I thought that was a blooper scene. Because mm. I remember all of... I think I watched the bloopers, the fake bloopers for Bugs Life. Because if you don't know what we're talking about, listeners, um, at the end of A Bugs Life, whilst the credits roll, they do, like, fake cut, like, takeout scenes where they, like, have a clipboard and they're like, and mark it. And then they do it as if these creatures are actors in the movie and because it doesn't even feel like they fluffed up whilst voice recording it Mm. feels like they were purposefully written as bloopers for this movie and i always thought that twig scene was one of the bloopers because it had that sort of vibe yeah because he picks up another stick doesn't he yeah yeah and um but that's in the real movie the bloopers are things like it 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 took away the fear of which kind of happens in the movie um of all of the villains mm. so you see kevin spacey as like a dramatic actor who's like storming off to be in his trailer because he's upset that like julia louise dreyfus aunt keeps laughing at him and um the like scary feral grasshopper mm. is suddenly like making choices as an actor and is yeah. very like yeah it makes it less scary it like brings yeah. that light light-hearted humor to it and, and then I, like I the whole it. thing with hopper getting eaten it makes it them seem like it's not real <laughs> yeah yeah it's very clever in that way where it 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 doesn't undermine it it does just sort of add to it i think mm. um because it was so funny and clever i remember thinking that as a kid let alone as an adult um such a good idea to have these like yeah but as a kid you like really believe it as a blooper yeah. as well don't you and then and as an adult you're yeah. like they put so much effort into yeah, extra animation yeah. just for that <laughs> and, the, and it must have been so fun for the voice actors as well mm. um and it's just a really cute idea that you have these characters are actually actors like they've employed an ant to play flick yeah um which is really cute because then i think they do it with other Pixar movies later. Mm-hmm. Toy Story 2 definitely has yeah, some. Yeah, Toy Story 2 has them, I remember that. Because um, I remember Woody, like, falling in the sellotape yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then they've, like, drawn, like, stuff on Buzz's. On <laughs> Buzz's helmet. Yeah. It comes down, yeah. I remember the Toy Story stupid. 2 ones. Do you know what? I don't really remember any other movies that have got them, but they all do have them. No, yeah, because I don't remember Finding Nemo having any. And I wonder if that would undermine Finding Nemo because it's so sort of serious. Mm. Um, but it was such a good idea. Like, bring them back. Bring back Pixar bloopers. Like, they were so great. Mm. But then now, um, like, because they've got Marvel now, haven't they? But Marvel yeah. do a similar thing now, don't they? Where you have to watch the whole credits to then see what the next yeah. thing is. and <laughs> Which was a bit more, like, amazing once you realised it when yeah. Marvel was just starting off because you're like, oh, what's the next movie going to be? Like, I can't remember what one it is, but I think it's an Iron Man movie where you have to wait until the very, very end, like 10 minutes of credits to then see that they've discovered Thor's hammer or something. I yeah. really remember that one in cinemas and I didn't, I didn't know my superheroes at all back then and mm. I was like glued to the screen and it was like, doom, 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 mm. zoomed in on Thor's hammer and then like cut to black and I just was like, ah, I don't get it, but I love it! <laughs> See, that's the sort of thing that I didn't realise they'd done until the DVD had come out. And then yeah. at that point, they were already advertising Thor. And I was like, ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get it now. Like, Or like how Pixar do things where like um, it's more famous in 
like um toy story but where they put like different parts of the movie in different movies yeah so like isn't the pizza van in like every pixar movie yeah and, it um, is and i saw it in a bug's life for the first time properly yeah because the um, pizza thing's in the city isn't it yeah the, it like the pizza pans van up is in... and you see sort of a a rundown shack house in the yeah in the pizza van's part yeah outside but they it. all link to one another somehow don't yeah. they um which is funny because it's like other movies have now done that like marvel's one of the biggest yeah. ones to have done that like That's i know so is it the, is it the first i think it's the second iron man actually where he's having to build himself a new chess wall where he uses like captain america's shield to like yeah. prop up the thing and it's like it just all comes back to how Pixar did it first. Literally, Pixar did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't yeah. Nemo, like, one of um, the cuddly toys on Monsters, Inc. and stuff yes. like that? Yeah, it's so true. And then, like, Lotso Hugging Bear is seen in The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all uh, the he's reading an Incredibles magazine in Finding Nemo. Mm. It's everywhere. It's all over the place. It's so clever. And the, the lamp as well. Is obviously mm. I don't think you see as much of it in A Bug's Life, though, no, because it's, it's such an early much. movie. Yeah, it's more that like everything like links back to A Bug's Life in some yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, it's so true. What's funny, I remember one of the Toy Story 2 bloopers is Flick and Heimlich on a leaf and then mm. discussing how it's really exciting as they're about to film A Bug's Life 2. And then one of them's like, I don't think this is our movie. And then someone yells action and buzz karate chops through the leaves. And they yes! Um, but isn't that funny how, like... Because there's a line in Muppets Most Wanted that says uh, what they want us to make a sequel whilst the studio wait for Tom Hanks to make Toy Story 4. Toy Story <laughs> 4 is now out on DVD. And like, yeah. this was written... This song was written years before Toy Story 4 was even a concept. Yeah. Whereas A Bug's Life 2, being referenced as a blooper in Toy Story 2, never, ever, ever came to fruition. And I think even now, if they were to do it, you just couldn't. How, like, what would you make it about? But then I used to say that about The Incredibles. I, I didn't think it warranted mm. a whatsoever. I've never seen Incredibles 2, and I really want to. But it's then I feel fine. like it's a bit like Finding Dory. It's a bit of a yeah. letdown. It's just the exact same story. This is the thing. It's a bit like we didn't... This is what I feel about the new Star Wars franchise as well. That's like, fair. I think this is why A Bug's Life is so iconic because they've just yeah. left it in such a good storyline. Whereas, like, yeah. I, I feel like the new Star Wars trilogy is just the exact same storyline. They tried to get away from that and then everyone was like, no, we want yeah. the same thing. Yeah, because like with everything going on, all of the Star Wars movies have been on. Mm. And the first one that they released, that I went to go and watch in cinemas, I found a spoiler online about Han Solo dying anyway, so it completely <laughs> ruined the film for me. Um, like my parents come down they're not into movies at all and they were like oh is this a new one i was like yeah yeah yeah." and i was like well here's essentially darth vader she's essentially luke skywalker here's essentially this person it's the exact same storyline which i feel like you can't make another bug's life too because it will be the exact same storyline like what would it what you can incorporate everyone yeah maybe but then she'd just be, it'd be like her learning her sister's role, which exactly. is what has already happened. Yeah. And like, what villain are you now going to put in? Like, what is it going to be? Well, so it'd be another species of bug or something. When yeah. Like, the birds versus the ants or something. Yeah, so I think it needs to be left as it is. Like. It's true. And it's a shame because what it means is that it, it does tend to be a bit forgotten. Mm. But that's probably the best, for the best. Like, I'd rather people suddenly remember that Bugs Life exists than us having to witness mm. like a Bugs Life 5 
flicks mm-hmm. revenge and it'd be something. ruined and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so I think that's why watching this movie about which is oh I'm so glad I chose this one over yes, a toy story <laughs> because I'm like actually like a toy story is completely ruined for me now after yeah, toy story fair. four and um like this one's never been ruined it's still like oh that bit's really funny and that bit's really funny and that bit's really iconic and the tree's really iconic and stuff like that so it's never been ruined because they've not tried to rinse it too much i wonder why they've never chosen to do it though because they've done it with others um uh maybe it wasn't as successful financially yeah maybe um I mean, but when you mention it to people, they're like, decent film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is. And, like, what's... No one's ever suggested coming on with it before. But so many people keep... I get people to suggest, like, three movies if they can, because then I'll try and pick the one that I haven't seen. Mm. The amount of people that have suggested Toy Story or Toy Story 2, Toy Story or Toy Story 2, Toy Story or mm. Toy Story 2, and every time I'm like, no, 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 mm. no, no. Because <laughs> mm. um, it's just... I will do it one day and maybe it'll have to be a group thing where I get everyone that's ever suggested it to come on and talk yeah. about it because it's just, it is iconic and it did shape a lot of people's childhoods. Um, but everyone knows it because it's just constantly pushed yeah. out. When, when Primark are doing nail varnish for <laughs> Toy Story, you yeah. know it's too big. Yeah. I've never seen a nail file with flicks face on it no yeah um, and you don't see like pajamas or no, a bug's life no. on or anything and stuff Maybe like that at the time what is that like it's the sign of a good movie i think when there's very little merchandise mm. because um the yeah. only thing that I do remember, but this was like back when it was had just come out, is my brother had a hopper toy. I remember that and it was it's like horrible. a motion sensor toy that would like shout stuff at you as you walk past and it used to scare the living daylights <laughs> and he used to put it on his shelf and because it was like back in like the early 2000s it wasn't very good like the motion sensor was yeah. awful so it would sometimes go off and then sometimes not go off and you'd be like ah so there was a few things out but not like crazy That's like there is now it. when there's new movies come out yeah. like literally finding dory because i'm a swim teacher so much finding dory stuff was out there and i was just Oh, what the hell? I can imagine. That's such a good um, go-to as well. Like, ah, oh, Finding Dory, quick, put it on all the swimwear. Yeah, literally. And they, like, made bags. whole things about it and stuff yeah. like that. And but, like, there's nothing for A Bug's it. Life. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Like, because there was nothing for Mulan when it first came out. But now that they were going to re-release it as a live action, suddenly, everywhere, you can't move for Mulan merchandise, which mm. I'm really happy about because I fucking love Mulan. But, um... Yeah, you I wonder to... with um, like Disney Plus whether you'll see these old movies that have been left alone be like recreated again. Yeah, because Disney like especially now because they've got loads of offers on and because everyone's stuck at home. The amount mm-hmm. of people I'm like, I've bought Disney Plus that yeah. I've seen <laughs> yeah. online, and it's like I wonder if they come across these movies that they've completely forgotten about, like A Bug's Life. Mm-hmm. Suddenly they get really popular again because they're so iconic. I wonder yeah. if that you'll see that, that in like a couple of years' time. Bug's Life too. <laughs> Yeah, I hope not, because everything's always been a little bit of a disappointment. Like, oh, Finding Dory was a bit of a disappointment to me. Toy I was Story like, Two was the only good true sequel, and that's because they waited it was, long enough and they mm, had the original story. Yeah, it was a completely different story, wasn't it? I suppose Toy Story Three was still quite good because again, it was a completely yeah. different story, and it grew up with the people that would have watched it when it first oh, came out. Here for it. And I felt like they left Toy Story Three. It's such a good 
like ending that it was all I gonna go know. off again and they made a toy story for well they always said they were never gonna didn't yeah, they exactly. and then they did and i just because like some of the iconic characters are missing and then like yeah. some of some of the new characters just aren't as good like yeah. it was funny there was bits of it that i really enjoyed mm. but the way that they left it oh i'm not i'm not gonna say because it's quite recent <laughs> so it will be a really bad spoiler but literally i'll come home and i was like nope i'm not happy with this because yeah. no, <laughs> how can you like, remove a main character from the storyline <laughs> yeah it's i mean hopefully they just won't make any more but like even tom just... hanks himself has said you never know they said they were never going to do a four they might do a five so like if you've got the, the biggest person that everyone knows from those movies saying that you're like oh they're gonna make another one you know it (laughs) at least with a bug's life they can't ruin it like we don't know what has happened with flick and the princess and we don't know how that relationship's unfolded which is quite nice sometimes to not know yeah exactly um i think you're right hopefully this podcast episode will get people to go back and rewatch it but not to get Mm. the studios to remake it in any way yeah that's so true we don't actually know whether hopper died either no, <laughs> could just be because that's what i feel it. like they would do with number oh, two yeah. is that he would like come back or something but he'd have like one arm missing yeah like a broken wing and stuff yeah. yeah i reckon they could play it along that line but please don't disney because <laughs> <laughs> they kind of already did that he had like a horrible scar on his face and on his eye, didn't he, or something? Yeah, like a, a from a bird. Eye. It was from, from a bird. That was why he was scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they already did that, basically. So don't fucking do it again, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Hear us now. <laughs> but and one thing that I completely forgot, that I didn't even click because it's been done so many times now, is the end bloopers. I completely yeah. forgot. Like, I was watching it and I didn't even click it. I like, didn't even... It didn't faze me because it's been done so much now. Yeah. So I was a bit like, because uh, Monsters Inc. definitely has it. Oh yeah, because they do the whole musical, don't they? Yeah, and there was there's more like oh, I forgot my line and stuff like Monsters yeah, Inc. Yeah, yeah. With Sully and Mike, because Mike's yeah. really funny in the bloopers. I seem to remember. But yeah, no, it's just something that you get so used to now that yeah. you, I didn't even think that that was probably one of the first movies yeah, to have I think done it. it. Was the first time I ever saw it. But mm. yeah, thank you for choosing it. It was such a good movie. Um, yeah, I'm glad I chose it now, actually. Yeah. haven't spoken it through, being like, actually, it is just, it's good on its, its own. It's a gem. It's a little gem. Yeah. So who are you? Do you have anything to plug your business? Do you want to plug your business? Uh, if, if you're listening and you're also injured, you can come and see me. I am a graduate sports therapist, so pretty much like a physio. Um, currently, the businesses are running at the minute. It's too dangerous, <laughs> but my business is Dynamic Recovery. So Facebook and Instagram, you can find me. Um, yeah just put in or currently you can find me on facebook for a group called working together if you're completely bored at home at the minute you want to stay active but stay injury free i'm running that alongside a personal trainer um because everyone's bored at the minute we've got nothing to do so (laughs) if you come and listen back to this in like five years time it might not be running (laughs) fingers crossed there won't be a world pandemic then (laughs) yeah we can only hope that this is done in a few weeks time (laughs) but yeah um but that's my business and that's what i'm currently working on just to spread a bit of positivity yay yeah good um i'll put all the links down in the podcast episode uh information so people can come check you out find you through your different cool. means but otherwise thank you so much that's all right no problem with me 
and mm -hmm. we'll see you next time on why this film bye Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy Why This Film, why not head to iTunes and leave us a review? And you can now support Why This Film on Patreon from as little as one pound a month. Just head to patreon.com forward slash Why This Film Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Why This Film Podcast, on Instagram at Why This Film Podcast, and on Twitter at Why This Film Pod. If you'd like to come on the show and talk about your favourite childhood movie, email in to us at whythisfilmpodcast at gmail.com. What's up, guys and gals and everyone in between? This is Tess from Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast, the place where a fun gal like me dives into the world of comic books one adventure at a time. Join me every Wednesday as I review a new comic book topic with a fun guest. I don't know if you know this, but comic books rule, dude. Hello! La la la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. Why This Film Podcast has a Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid. Head to patreon.com forward slash why this film podcast and you can select a tier. For £3 a month, you can join Camelot and enjoy early access to episodes, including seasons one to three. You'll get to vote in polls and get a personal shout out on the pod. For £5 a month, you can join Fern Gully with instant access to everything from Camelot. Fern Gully members can also enjoy bonus content, live episode voting power, plus access to monthly movie night. Grab your popcorn and a drink of your choice as we pajama up and watch a movie together remotely. And for £10 a month, you can join the Enchanted Forest, where on top of everything from Camelot and Fern Gully, you can be part of a live episode where we all discuss a movie chosen by you. And if you're not into 80s and 90s animated tiers, you can skip all that and make a custom pledge of an amount that suits you. Or you can head over to co-fi.com forward slash podcast and buy me a coffee with a one-off payment. We will be adding hot chocolate to that coffee and probably cream and marshmallows and sprinkles, but you don't need to worry about that. Thank you to all who donate, and thanks to my patron David for supporting this episode on Patreon. Why This Film Podcast is my happy place. I love chatting to guests and revisiting long-lost movies, and I hope you do too.